Hello friends. I had an amazing birthday tea party with seven of my fabulous friends. Ladies. <laughs> and on my way home that evening, I was reliving the experience. And I what the words that came to me, I felt truly understood and deeply known. Although I have not seen some of these ladies since the pandemic, one thing we were able to do is we were able to bring out our best selves. We shared our wittiest jokes and delved into cherished subjects seamlessly. We felt this warm swell of admiration for each other. I felt deep satisfaction listening to how my friends held me in such high regard. I was nourished and energized throughout the event. Now, I believe that these are the experiences that fill our souls. So I reflected on some of my past friendships and I wondered why they were laced with tensions and conflicts. I wondered why they failed to regain their magic and fade out for no good reason. So this episode is essentially a reminder of the pleasures and benefits of good friends. And I hope that these practices will bring your good friendship to a soulful one. Are you ready? Let's dive in. To redefining living podcast where spirituality is paired with style i'm Aji michael the hostess of this party so whether you're listening on your commute exercising or sitting down with your favorite latte thank you for tuning in let's get started Welcome back, my dear ones. Now, I know that this is September, but I'm still in the celebration mode, and I hope to keep it that way. And now, talking about my birthday tea party, I share some of our lovely pictures on my personal page at IGR Michael on Instagram and as well as on Facebook, and also on my business page at Redefining Living. So do leave a comment and just say you know your gift as not too late. So I'm still receiving gift, if you know what I mean. Now, today we are talking about a simple practice for soulful friendship. And this practice is none other than vulnerability. Now, before you raise your eyebrow, I know that like authenticity, authenticity, never really get to pronounce their word. I'm going to try again. I know that like authenticity, vulnerability has become another buzzword. People used to get followers all over the place and all of that. And I think that's manipulating. I want to be clear about what genuine vulnerability is. 
And I feel that uh, my definition, I mean, there's so many definitions. Um, this one is by somebody's uh, one author, I can't remember the name, uh, says vulnerability is consciously choosing not to hide your emotions or desires from others. Vulnerability is consciously choosing not to hide your emotions or desires from others. Now, and again, I want to let you know that now it might sound simple, but really it requires you to put yourself in a position where you could be rejected or you might even offend others. Vulnerability is risky and there are real consequences to being vulnerable. The thing is, many of us were not raised to be vulnerable. Yours could be due to childhood trauma. Maybe your parents didn't even express their emotions either. And you've grown up with habits embedded deeply into you to keep you bottled up. For example, are you the type of person that cringe at the idea of asking for help for fear of being rejected or being exposed? I want to share my personal experience with you, as always. I remembered growing up, my mom would make us eat uh, before going to a party or on a visit. Maybe we're going to visit someone. And when we get to the place and they ask us if we would like to eat, we'll be quick to respond with, no, thank you. My siblings and I, we crave those party food, especially this African, this jollof rice and all of that. We wanted to run around like other kids, but we will sit still. And we will often hear um, comments by other moms to our mom that, oh my goodness, your kids are well behaved. You need to see the smile on my mom's face as she will reply, oh, thank you. Our eyes still feast on us. You dare not stand up or raise up your hand that you're hungry or you want something. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm an advocate for good parenting. I mean, whatever that good is to you. But I also feel that it is important that we don't um, we don't shut down a kids' ability to make themselves vulnerable. I feel kids need to be kids, period. So you see, my entire young life, I was terrified of anyone not liking me. The mere thought of someone hating me will literally keep me uh, up at night. As a result, every aspect of my life revolved around people-pleasing, overcompensating, suppressing my feelings, and constantly covering my tracks. My friends, vulnerability is just freely expressing your thoughts, your feelings, your desires, and opinions, regardless of what others might think of you. Now, this can be as simple as complimenting someone on how good they look. It might even be establishing clear boundaries or really expressing your love to someone. But the key, the, the key thing to true vulnerability is that you're willing to accept the consequences no matter what. Now, if you want to begin to practice vulnerability, I must warn you that you must be ready to offend some people. You will turn some people off 
you might even lose a friend or a partner. But the thing is, vulnerability is the path to true human connection and soulful friendship. Now, I want to share some practices. You might say, okay, now, Aji, I know what vulnerability means. So how can I practice this vulnerability in, in my everyday life? I want to share a few practices with you that you can practice, especially now that we're talking about soulful friendship. The first one is, I would say, is show your imperfections. My friend, stop trying to be perfect. Show your true self and share yourself without inhibition. I used to have a friend that I haven't seen uh, without a makeup, without any makeup at all, even when I visit very early in the mornings. <laughs> I also had this friend a while back. When I share some of my imperfections or some ugly experiences with her, she will always respond with something like, Oh, I never experienced that. Or how did that ever happen to you? She might even say something like, does this kind of thing still exist? Uh, now, I later found out some things about her. Really, this was just God that revealed this to me. And those things, they're so bad that, even so bad than what I shared with her. And I guess she was ashamed and the friendship kind of fizzled out. I tried to reach out to her just for us to be close. No big deal with those, about those things. But because I felt she was ashamed because she's been putting up a kind of like an image who she wasn't. The point is that you're not trying to be someone that you're not. Let me say that again. The point is that you're not trying to be somebody you're not. Yes. What you're trying to say is that you accept who you are your fault and all. People will see this as incredibly confident behavior and respond to you in kind. And if they don't take the rejection, uh, if they don't take, if they don't, if they don't accept you, I want to encourage you to take the rejection and move on because you're actually the bigger and stronger person. So the first thing I mentioned is that show your imperfections. Now, in terms of showing your imperfections, does that mean you need to be showing your imperfection everywhere you go to? I mean, apply wisdom. Wisdom demands who you reveal your imperfections to. All right? I can talk a lot about that, but I'm sure you understand what I'm saying. The next way you can... Uh, practice vulnerability in your relationships every day is about taking responsibility. Look, we live in a blame culture. So taking responsibility for your action is so powerful because it puts you in control of the solution. It puts you in control of the situation. When you blame others, what you're doing is you're handing over the control to everyone and the message you're sending out is that you are the victim here. So taking responsibility means looking inwards to see how you may have contributed to this situation. I encourage you to listen to my episode uh, on self-awareness. I talk more about uh, this, about understanding your values, taking responsibility, all of those things. And also taking responsibility is a good example of vulnerability because what you're saying is, I have a problem. I am not perfect, 
but that's okay. I can deal with it and I will deal with it, right? It's owning up, not trying to deflect, not trying to be defensive. Now, another practice, how to practice vulnerability, another way you can practice vulnerability in your friendship to create a soulful friendship is let people know when they hurt you or when they're being insensitive. Now, this sounds simple, but the reality is that a lot of us try to put on a thick skin and just bear it when people, uh, when people you know, needle at our sore spot or they're just being a pain in the ass. Now, reflecting on my past relationships, I realized I was guilty of this. I suppressed a lot for many reasons. Sometimes maybe for my neediness, fear of letting go and uh, lack of trust in the abundance of God to bring other good friends. So calling out uh, calling people out when they truly cross the lines makes you vulnerable. You're making your feel, but the thing is, you're making your feelings and opinion about that other person known. Now, <laughs> things could get worse as some people will take it more personally than the others, and some people might just say, you know what, they might just get annoyed and walk out your walk out of your life. The truth is, really, that's okay. But again, letting people know how you feel or how they hurt you requires, again, wisdom and to be tactical about how you say some of those things. The reason being that you need to be careful not to use emotional vomit as a way to be vulnerable. And what I mean by emotional vomit is when you suddenly let out trashy words and bring up personal personal history maybe something from the past into a conversation with yourself and someone and in an undignified manner to yourself and even to the other person that is emotional vomit so you one of the skills you need to learn is you need to learn how can you share how you're being hurt or you know when someone is being not being sensitive how can you express yourself in a dignifying way such that you're dignified other persons also dignified as well i hope you get it just around that okay but be okay be open do not suppress do not try to just keep quiet for peace to happen there's no peace that is actually sweeping things under the carpet after a while the, on, uh, sweeping things under the bed after a while the bed stinks Another way you can actually also um, demonstrate vulnerability every day is, or practice that vulnerability every day is, um, be free to call out the beauty and greatness in people. Feel free to call out, to say it as it is. Look, it is called friendship, not competition. Seriously? I consider this the highest form of vulnerability and it's probably the easiest one to mess up as well. I see tension amongst friends. I see struggle. I see ranking. I hear words like, I'm the first to do this. I'm the first to do that. So what? 
Life is a journey and we are all on our own individual path. I also believe that God brings people together to complement each other. So what you seem that you have more than your friends, tell your friends even have more in some areas, perhaps maybe they've never even told you or shared that with you. I have friends who, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I have a friend who is a go-to for everything food. She knows the recipe. She knows the techniques. Really, I still don't know how she does it. And I say it to her any time. I have friends who are fish guru. They are master when it comes to fish. I have friends who are designer, interior designer guru. I go to them. I let them know like, wow. I have friends who, you know, when I write something, you know, when I send it to them, maybe I'm writing a book, get their views. I've got friends that, I mean, when I see all of these things in them, I just feel like, wow. And for me, I consider my friends as my number one asset. I feel that when I'm going to become a billionaire in this world, it's going to be true, my friend. I am truly blessed in that sense, really. What I'm saying is that let your friend know you really admire who they are as a person. And yes, even confess your love for someone. I shared my dating experience in my book, Open to Love, a modern woman's memoir on being single and happy. I shared how I was using some tactics from a program I purchased and it was all mechanical, really. I had to cut off from many of those guys, really, because I felt I was being, I was not genuine. You can grab a copy of that book. It's on Amazon. It's on Waterstones. I'm telling you, it's an amazing book. Now, what I'm saying is, I must warn you, vulnerability is not desperation. Genuine vulnerability is not about what you do. It's about why you're doing it. It's the intention behind your behavior that makes it truly vulnerable or not. For example, if you are being kind to people, helping people or helping your friends, with the intention that they help you in return, that's not being vulnerable, okay? That is manipulating because your intention is that you give me, I give you back. Now, of course, we want life is reciprocal, but they may not give you back. Being your friend alone is actually reciprocating that in that essence, okay? Now, Brenna Brown talks about this in her book, Daring Greatly. She says, a person who can make themselves vulnerable, exposing their weakness without any regard to what others will think, is saying to the world, I don't care what you think of me. This is who I am and I refuse to be anyone else. My friend, opening yourself up to vulnerability doesn't happen overnight. It's a process and a tough one for that matter. But I can assure you, if you put in the work, if you have those difficult conversations with your friends, if you express yourself honestly, even when it's risky to do so, you will find new depth in your relationships and on your way to creating a soulful friendship. It has been a pleasure and a privilege sharing with you today. And I want to say thank you for listening and also sharing this podcast. Speak to you soon.
If you enjoy this episode and you want to create experiences that will help you grow, expand, and become more of who you're meant to be, head over to hislady.org and join our list so you get all our fabulousness right in your inbox. Plus, there's a gift waiting for you. Thank you for tuning in.